Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a story that helps explain the key foundation piece that I believe is essential for all authentic sales conversations and really all authentic sales. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you. I want you to just sit back and relax because there shouldn't be any note-taking in this one, at least not that I'm anticipating right now. Um, But I wanted to be able to share with you a little bit of information on um, what I have learned through, gosh, you know, two decades in selling in a corporate sales environment, working for a massive company, and now working with other fellow small business owners, micro businesses, really, Uh, business owners like you and, and, well, me for sure, and maybe you, right? Those of us that have come from the rungs of being a solopreneur and then growing to smaller scale businesses where we might have employees or contractors, regular contractors that we work with on a day-to-day basis. Now, through my experience, what I have found and what I keep keep finding as I keep working with uh, successful and ambitious entrepreneurs that are continually striving for the next level is that there is a piece that is instrumental to make sure that your continued success actually keeps continuing on. And for those folks that I've worked with in the past that have missed this piece, it means that things become very incongruent. They either verge into that pushy, aggressive salesman-like territory, or on the flip side, they become very passive, very apathetic, and eventually lose steam and stop because they're not getting any results. And the critical thing, the intersection for all of these pieces is belief, a belief in them and a belief in their products and the services that they sell. And so while um, so I'll, I'll give a pause for a second. I met a woman early on in my business, I'll say probably a year in, and she is a dear lady, extroverted and had a very similar background to me. She loved selling. Now, I don't know if I've told you before, but I really don't love the concept of selling. I love it now, but when I first started, I ran away from being in a sales role or a sales job my entire life because I didn't really understand what sales was. And the picture that I had of people selling was of that greasy, sleazy car salesman. And that just turned me off. And I never wanted to feel like that. I never wanted to make other people feel like that. And so as a result, I never considered myself to be in the business of sales. Now, side note, if this is you right now and you really are struggling, I want to encourage you to read a wonderful book called To Sell is Human by Daniel Pink. 
because how he explains in this book is that essentially being human means that you are in the business of selling and we are all trying to sell something. We're all trying to enroll somebody into agreeing to our way of thinking or the things that we want done in our lives, right? So as a parent, I know for sure, I do this with my kids all the time. Um, And as teachers, as business people, you have to be okay to sell because part of this is just a decision-making process and you're making decisions all the time. And if you're not making them, somebody else is making them for you, which means that you're enrolling yourself into their vision of the outcomes that they want to have happen. So back to my story of this lady, we have very similar backgrounds. She loves selling, right? She loves selling. She said to me, Susan, my mom has joked that I could sell ice to an Eskimo. And I want you to hear that again. My mom has joked that I could sell ice to an Eskimo. Now, I don't ascribe to that because if you know anything about me and you have listened to this podcast for a while, you'll know that my value system is that selling is serving. Well, as you can imagine, selling ice to an Eskimo, um, or let's be more politically correct, to an Inuit uh, person, um, they don't need that. Most of them, if you are a true Inuit, you live in the North where there is an abundance of snow and ice. So that is essentially selling something to someone who doesn't need it, which is for me, the very definition of sleazy sales. And as a result, even if you have all the belief in the world, the the piece that is missing for me is that this product does not deliver the outcome, the transformation, the promise that you are giving to your potential customer, right? So if it's not something that they need, then why in the heck would you ever think to try and sell it? And so when I think about authentic sales, it really comes from this inner knowing and this belief that I am doing good in the world, that my product or service does good in the world, and that there is a deep desire and a deep need from my potential customers that they absolutely must have this in order to change their lives. And regardless of the product or service that is being sold across the board, this is the commonality that I see between those that are able to deliver a high quality, authentic sales connection to their potential customers and the ones that are simply out to get the almighty buck, right? Now, I'm not saying that for this um, wonderful human being that that's what she was intending. But by her saying that, it made me pause. It made me think about what that statement actually means, right? And that when we are being told that in order to sell well, it is the equivalent of selling ice to an Inuit person who had no need for that particular product, no wonder why you feel sleazy. No wonder why your idea of sales is anything but easy, and service. So when we think about what is missing and the thing that may have been missing for you in the past, because I know that a lot of times it's a lot easier to sell for somebody else, because especially if you do believe in the product, which is why oftentimes uh, when I'm working with clients for the very, very first time, or people come to me asking for advice, 
I asked them, have you ever, so, you know, have you ever recommended a product or a service to somebody else that you know could be helpful to them? And of course, the answer, like 99% of the time, of course I have, Susan, because who doesn't want to share something that has helped them? Who doesn't want to share something that is going to make other people's lives better? I mean, I don't know if I've shared before, but my Instapot is like the world's next best thing ever. <laughs> so and no, it's not an ad. It's not sponsored. It's because I genuinely love the dang thing. We use it, especially in the fall and winter, at least once, twice, maybe even as often as three times a week. The more the merrier, I think. And it has made my life so much easier, even though I do love to cook. I am a really good cook and I love cooking. But I'm going to tell you, just being able to throw stuff in there from frozen, pop on the lid and have it cooked within like two hours, it's phenomenal. And I don't know how many people I have shared that story with, or I've shared like recipes with, and they have gone and purchased their own. Just about every single person in my personal network now has an Instapot. And that same effort of me sharing something that I'm so passionate about that has helped me improve my life, my quality of well-being. That is something that your product or service can and should do for other people. And as a result, you should be totally within your right and feel a thousand percent confident to be able to share with that same sort of bravado as you do somebody else's product. So the reason why I ask this question is because when you say yes, I know that it's within you. I know that you have the ability to do the same kind of sharing as you do for other products and other services as you do for yourself. If we could only get you unstuck, it is 100% possible for you because you have the aptitude, you have the ability, and you have the, um, the determination. Now it's just a matter of your belief. Do you believe that your product or service can change lives? And if the answer is yes, I'm going to ask you, what are you waiting for? Because at the end of the day, if the strategy or the tactic that you have been given does not align to how you want to sell, those things are fixable. Those things are fixable. But if you don't believe in the product or service that you are giving to people, then you need to find a different product or service because that's when it is damn near impossible for you to be able to sell and overcome that internal conflict inside of you. I know that for me, anytime that I've tried to sell something that doesn't quite align, it doesn't quite sit right, where I'm not sure if it's going to produce the result or the outcome, where I don't know if people are going to get what they actually are looking for or have paid for. It doesn't even matter how good my skills are. And I'm going to tell you, I'm tooting my own horn. They're pretty dang good. But at the end of the day, I just can't do it, right? And neither can you. I know that about you. And if that is what is causing you such conflict, that you simply can't get aligned to what it is that you're trying to offer or how you're trying to offer it, these are all fixable. They're all fixable. And I would hate for you to stay stuck right now because this is something that maybe a slight 1% degree of a shift could mean all of the difference in the world. 
Because when you are aligned, when you have belief in yourself, when you have belief in the results that your product or service delivers, when you know that the person waiting for you is ultimately waiting for you, then just like you can sell for other people or recommend and refer your folks to other people that deliver a wonderful service or product, you can do the same for yourself. I want you to imagine what it would feel like if you could remove the fear, the uncertainty, the rejection that you feel when people say no, when they don't want to buy your products or services. And if you could instead pretend as if you're selling for someone else and that that your products and services actually belong to maybe it's your twin brother or your twin sister, right? That it represents somebody else that's still important to you, but at the same time, it's not as personal. If you can do this for them, you can certainly do it for yourself. And if that little exercise helps you to just create some distance so that you are going to be able to communicate in a way that feels easy, that feels light, that you can stand behind and put, put all of your passion uh, forward with, then that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Because when you are able to shift it, when you're able to get complete congruence between what it is that you do, how you help people, the results that you deliver, and you can speak to that with full confidence, the sky is the limit. There's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in the world have been able to essentially sell themselves right? They have done such a great job of being able to showcase exactly what it is that they are going to be able to help people with and how they help people and articulate that in a manner that is completely true to them, that it doesn't even matter whether or not you're on board because they're not looking for those of you that aren't on board. They're only looking for those people who ultimately want the result and feel that pull because they're in complete alignment and congruence to the person who is doing the selling. And that's you, my friend. Uh, this one is going to be another really short to the point one, because I want you to understand that you need to be persistent. It is an important characteristic to have as a business owner, but even more so when you think about sales, because sales takes time. I mean, it takes time to build a pipeline. It takes time to build relationships. It takes time to get people to go from, I don't know anything about you to all of a sudden you want me to buy what? And so when we have that opportunity to really lead and guide our clients and our potential clients to go from that, that journey of A to Z with us, uh, it, it takes, again, I'm going to say it, it takes time. So when we are uh, pushing people, when we are trying to convince folks, it can feel unpleasant, not only for you as the business owner, right? As an entrepreneur who's used to taking charge and moving forward, I mean, you need to take action, but at the same time, you don't want to force people to do something that doesn't feel comfortable for them or for you. And that's often when we start veering into this pushy, aggressive, sleazy territory that we're trying desperately to avoid. And as a result, what I find my clients do before they come work with me is they get stuck in that no action zone, right? Do you feel me on this? Where you essentially are overthinking things and so you really don't end up doing very much at all uh, because you're simply afraid of going into that pushy territory. So 
I looked up the actual definitions because I wanted to read them out loud so that you have an opportunity to hear what the, the words actually mean. Because I think sometimes we get stuck on what they actually are and why we want to be one versus the other. So persistence is the firm or obstinate, which is stubborn, right? Continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. So I'm going to read that again. Persistence is firm or obstinate continuation in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. So how I interpret this is that being persistent and having persistence is really about being relentless and focused with your intention to keep going towards the goal, towards the finish line, even though things may be challenging, even though you may face resistance, even though it may not feel as easy as it possibly can, right? It's, and it's really about, it's not always smooth sailing. Pushy, on the flip side, when I look at this definition, pushy is excessively or unpleasantly self-assertive or ambitious. Yuck, right? So again, I'm going to read this one more time. Pushy is excessively or unpleasantly self-assertive or ambitious. So no wonder why, no wonder why we don't want to be pushy. I mean, the definition in and of itself indicates to me that this is somebody who's all about me, me, me. And in a situation where you're trying to sell to your clients and your potential customers, instead of me, 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 as the business owner and the entrepreneur, it really needs to be about them. And ultimately, you're trying to create win-win situations. So it needs to be about both of you. But when it feels one-sided, and especially when it's all about you, it doesn't feel very good. And that's why it comes across as pushy. And I know right now you may be thinking, well, Susan, how do I bounce that off if I'm trying to make money? Like uh, that potential customer, that prospect, that lead is somebody who might be able to pay my bills, is somebody who's going to pay me for the services that I'm trying to offer. So how do I avoid having my own uh, ambitions? How do I avoid having my own uh, desires attached to this person and attached to the actions that I'm trying to take? And so what I want you to think about is there's a very subtle difference between those two definitions that I Uh, shared with you. The thing that stands out to me is that when you are persistent, you are trying to improve something, but really trying to get to a goal, right? And so the way that I like to set goals, yes, numbers are important. But at the end of the day, if you've heard anything about why I do the things that I do, it's not just about the money. It's about what the money will allow my clients to do. And that's to change lives, to change the world, to create movements, to create Uh, communities to create a better place for our children and our children's children to live in. And so as a result, I know that my clients, when they achieve their goals, it is not just about the money and the outcome of that money or the dollar value. It is really about that ripple effect that it creates with the people that they're here to serve. And it allows them to be relentless in pursuit of that achievement. And as a result, 
even if there's a bump in the road, they will be continually persistent in making sure that they help as many people along the way, that they are pursuing the right activities, that they are following up with people so that they can be of service for them, and that they are making the offers that, that make the most sense for their audience, as well as for them, not only from a money standpoint, but also from an opportunity standpoint. And if this was one sided, where all they wanted was, I just want to make a million dollars, and I don't really care how I do it. I don't care how I service people. I don't care if they get the results. To me, that is pushy. And I know right now, if you're listening to this right now, it's because you are actually the person who needs to be more persistent. And you're not the person who is pushy. In fact, you don't have that agenda inside of you. You are not, um, although you have goals, you're not driven by the fact that it's one-sided, right? Like it is just you pushing your own agenda on your audience, on your prospects and your potential clients. Um, I know that that's not you. And in fact, because it's not you, instead of pushing forward and being persistent, you're instead taking a back seat and deciding that it's better for you to really not do very much at all because it just feels like it might come across the wrong way. And given the definitions that I just shared with you right now, what I would encourage you today is that your clients are waiting for you. They are waiting for the transformation that you can provide, and they are desperate for your help. And if you could solve their problem with, you know, the wave of magic wand or clicking your fingers, um, wouldn't you do that for them? And yet here you are sitting back simply because you're worried or scared that you're going to be coming across as too aggressive or too pushy when I know that your intentions and the impact that you want to make is the exact opposite, that instead you're trying to create a win-win opportunity, that you are trying to achieve your goals while in pursuit of doing the things that can serve your customers as best as you possibly can. And As you face friction, as you face resistance, as you face struggles and challenges along the road, because, hey, let's face it, as a business owners and entrepreneurs, there is nothing short of those ups and downs, right? There is no smooth paved gold path. (laughs) This is not like the Wizard of Oz and Dorothy can't just click her heels and whisk us away. Um, this is the real world of business and the real world of business has bumps and bruises and it has those ups and downs. And as a result, it is really important that we are very resilient and that we are very persistent because without it, we will falter and we will stop and we won't be able to keep going. And as a result, you know, tens, hundreds, thousands, maybe even millions of people out there are waiting on you are waiting on the God-given gifts that you have been uniquely provided and they won't have the opportunity to access that without you pushing one foot in front of the other to keep moving forward so that you can continually find that person who needs a little bit more time, who needs just one more conversation, who needs to see you on social media, who needs that message of hope or that, um, inspiration that you can give them or the fact that you know their problem so intimately that they realize, oh my goodness, I need your help desperately. 
I want today to be a little bit of a wake up call for you that it is completely okay to be relentless in your pursuit of achieving your goals as long as it serves the customers that you're here to serve. And that instead of worrying about being pushy, I want you to instead think about how am I continually being persistent in the face of those obstacles, those challenges, and being, uh, what was that word, obstinate, right? Being stubborn. So Remember, persistence is firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. So I want you to do a little bit of a soul check right now, friend. When was the last time that you pushed through? When was the last time that you allowed yourself to give permission that when things were hard, that you would give yourself a break, but that you would still get up and go for it? And just keep going. Because what I want you to remember is that your clients, your potential clients will need anywhere from five to 12, sometimes up to 18 different touch points. That's a heck of a lot of times that they need to hear from you that requires us to be persistent. And if we don't do that over and over again, we are going to miss out. And more importantly, our clients are going to miss out because they need us. They need you. And right now, the only standing, the only thing standing in your way is, is you. And perhaps this fear of being pushy and not wanting to be that aggressive, sleazy, pushy, bleh, kind of aggressive person. And I know right now, you don't have to be. Because as long as you have your best interests at heart, but your best interests are to serve the people that you're here to serve, you will continue to be persistent and you will continue to deliver good value and you will continue to be the best version of yourself for them. So today I want to encourage you to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And I want you to identify as your action item. What can you do today to be persistent? Who is somebody that you need to follow up with? One name, I want you, because right now I'm going to guarantee you somebody popped into your mind and you thought, oh, all right. That person is waiting on you. They deserve the opportunity to have that connection with you. They deserve you to have, um, they deserve to have your help. They deserve to be able to have that uh, conversation with you. And so if you're worried that too much time has passed, don't be. It's okay. Life happens to all of us. Uh, Own up to it. Just say, you know, I know it's been a long time. You were on my mind and I want to make sure that you're being looked after. You were on my mind. I wanted to reach out and just say hello. Just start the conversation. It is totally okay to just start where you are, to own up to what's happened and to move forward. Don't belabor it. Don't give excuses. Just state it and move on. So today, that is your homework, my friend, okay? So if you need some additional help or support, I'm going to encourage you to come and join the waitlist for Sales Mastery Society. Doors are currently still closed, but if you need some help and a kick in the butt to make sure that you are consistently moving forward in being persistent against your goals or need clarity around what it is that you actually need to be doing in order to get the results that you want to see... I'm going to encourage you to come and join us. Uh, I would love to hear from you. If this was something that you needed to hear, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram at Susan McVeigh. And I would love to be able to give you a shout out. Okay. And if you want to leave me a message, go ahead over onto the podcast page, podcast. Oh, no. 
the podcast page. It's going to be linked down below. I don't know my links. <laughs> so my team will make sure there's a link down there for you to be able to click on, leave me a voicemail so that I can give you a shout out in my very next episode. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.